Welcome to another discussion episode of Flip Switch, the Bipolar and Depression Connection, brought to you by the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation. That's www.bpkids.org online. My name is Chris. With me today, I have the gang back together. I have to my left, Phil, and to my right, Amy Lynn. They're like my posse, if posse was still a word that anybody ever used. You can get a hold of us if you need to contact us at flipswitch at bpkids.org. Or you can just go to our site. We have many shows there. We have blog posts. Amy Lim will be putting a blog post up very soon, I hear. Woohoo! And you can leave a comment on there and we'll respond to you. What we're talking about this week, actually for the next couple of weeks, is we're going to talk about this mass of people. And I think on the previous segment that Amy Lynn and Phil talked about that there's this huge group of people who do not enjoy college when they go, which is weird. I mean, Amy Lynn, you came from a family with how many brothers and sisters? I'm the oldest of six. So you guys always got everything to yourself, right? Like no. you really? Oh my goodness. Like and your parents let you do whatever you want, right? All the time. They yeah, never no. asked you where you were going or anything? No. Right. Wow. So you get to go away to college and do whatever you want and not have to share with your sisters and brother and hang out with them constantly and fight with them. It must be the best time ever. Party all day and all night, right? There's benefits, but there's also downsides. Right. And the problem is nobody ever talks about the downsides. And there's this huge group of people where for whatever reason college becomes a downside so much so that we're really getting to the area of at least a mood disorder which it runs at the same time as these other disorders like what it's called body dysmorphic disorder which is where you think you're fat constantly when you're in fact extremely thin eating disorders substance abuse these are all their own things but they're almost always coupled with your life spiraling out of control and you're upset and miserable now phil you're a athletic, intelligent young man who's going to go to college, I assume. How do you think somebody can go so wrong in college? Because they think so highly of it, and then it turns out that it's not as great as it is, and it just projects them downwards. So you think it's they set themselves up for a fall? Yeah. Interesting. What do you think about that, Emily? I think there's some fact to it, yeah. Did you have these visions of what college would be like? Everybody has these preconceived notions of when they're going into something unknown, what it may be like. Right. Like, I didn't go in thinking it would be a crazy party all the time. Right. Because I wasn't the crazy partier before I went into college. Unlike now. Um, exactly. But I did have some notions of what I thought it may or may not be like. What would you say was the number one thing that was different when you got there? Like, the thing you said, if you look back and you said, I was silly for thinking that in high school. I, well... This is also on a personal basis. It's not this way for everybody. But I went in being sort of afraid of the class load. Right. I was worried about not being able to perform well enough in my classes and struggling. 
And when I went in, I think because I was so worried and I set up so many like, okay, I'm going to be this kind of student and I'm going to be really organized. And I set up those protections for myself. It really wasn't that bad. Right. I actually found it easier. I think one thing is I would not discount for yourself that you actually did well. Those things you set up for yourself, it may be that it was easier because you made a good move, good choice. So, positive. The issue with college is that it's for the first time you're in this free environment, at least a little bit, if not anything else, where you get to try different things all at once. And so that's why you have the issue of substance abuse is very big in college. It's talked about constantly. Party, drink, blah, blah, blah. We had a round table here once of college sophomores who said, what are you going to do if you don't go hang out with somebody who drinks? We don't know what you could possibly do. Like, because there are people who literally can't drink alcohol or they'll die. But according to them, they literally don't exist. They, they no, sit. I know someone who's allergic to alcohol. Right. So what does that person do? If she does go and hang out with people who are drinking, she doesn't. But it's a matter of hanging out with friends and not having alcohol, whether it's playing apples to apples. Do that all the time. Right. Playing some other game. Right. What about sleeping schedule? Now, I assume if you were in high school... Your sleeping schedule is probably a little bit better? Oh, definitely. Because in high school, at least I know with my high school, I had to catch the bus at 6.40 in the morning. So I every day had to be up by 6 o'clock in the morning. And my whole family would go to bed by 9 o'clock at night. So if I was up much later than that, I was by myself. And it gets pretty boring. Whereas in college, you may have two days where class starts at, say, 9 a.m., but the other three days, class doesn't start until noon. And so what time you wake up can be changed every morning. Right. And in terms of when you go to sleep, there's nobody to tell you to go to bed, and there's always someone down the hall who's up at 3 in the morning. It doesn't get boring. Phil, what time do you go to bed every night? Between 11 and 12. And let's say tomorrow you don't have to get up till 3 what time would you go to bed? Probably a lot later. Or Okay, you don't have to go to bed. You don't have to get up until 3 o'clock Thursday. Next Thursday. Well, no, I'll probably actually I'll probably keep my sleep the same because there would be nothing to do that late. So I'll just sleep more. But let's say like you could have all your friends come over. Oh, well, yeah, then I would definitely sleep later. Right, so you would get into a place where your schedule is erratic. Yeah. So you're telling me openly that you will let your schedule go downhill. I guess. Yeah. Okay, Phil, when you hear this idea that depression, uh, one of the key indicators is poor sleep schedule, so much so that poor sleep can kick you into depression, you should always try to maintain a good sleep schedule, even if you don't have to. And that's not saying you won't stay out later once or twice or anything, but if I'm saying you have the choice, it doesn't mean you have to take the choice. But this is a good example of exactly why college becomes... I don't even think it's for any one specific reason as far as... Just as much as sometimes people make bad choices because they don't realize what's going on necessarily. And it's not because they're stupid or anything like that. It's just, oh, I didn't know this one piece of information that kind of would have helped me out. I think in high school also it's, it's that whole, yeah, I'm going to stay up one night because... As you told Phil, what if all your friends could come over that one night? But when your parents aren't there, they're not letting your friends come over till 2 in the morning every night. So it's one of those, I'm going to go to bed, say at 2 in the morning, just that one night. And every other night, there's nothing else to do. 
So I'm gonna go to bed at 11 because I'm either gonna go to bed at 11 or I'm gonna sit and be bored out of my mind. Or in college, you have that possibility of having friends over till two in the morning every single night. And some people do. Pretty much. I mean, a lot of people do, actually. A lot of people I know will try and purposely maneuver their class schedule to start at 11 or noon so that they can, you know, get eight hours but right. not go to bed until four. It's very, very common. Extremely common. Interesting thing about that is there is a little bit of data that suggests even for people who do that, they still end up missing class and all sorts of stuff. Definitely. I don't want to make a lie to that because those people are dealing with very serious issues and just like you're saying, they're trying to have a good time and they're trying to kind of maintain, but they may inside be kind of crumbling. And they would again be part of this group that is slowly slipping into depression. This is Shura with your Tech Corner Tech Tip of the Week. Active Minds is a nonprofit that develops and supports student-run mental health awareness, education, and advocacy chapters on college campuses across the country. In less than five years, Active Minds has grown from a single campus chapter to a nonprofit organization on over 100 campuses nationwide and in Canada. To learn more about chapters in your area, open your browser and type in www.activemindsoncampus.org and click the chapters link in the upper right-hand corner of the page. If you're interested in joining their team, internships are also available. To find out more, click the internship link, which can be found on their homepage in the right-hand column. On the site, you'll also find great information on coping, connecting, and mental health geared towards teens and young adults. This has been Shira with your Tech Corner Tech Tip of the Week. See you next week. What about body image? One of the issues is that women go, and especially it's more prevalent with women, it's also prevalent with men. But you go to college, and it's not just you're going to college. You're going to college, which has got a higher level of motivated people. In other words, they had to be a certain level of motivated to get into college, which means they're more likely to be working out, more likely to be in better shape than the general population. My point is that wreaks havoc on somebody's body image if they are already in a general environment when they're in high school. And then they go to college and they're like, oh, we've stepped up a notch. I mean, I remember I used to go to the gym in college and they were guys who looked like they were just girls. working out. Constantly. Yeah, I, seriously. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. I know some girls who actually my friends and I won't, if we're going to work out, we're going to run or we're going to work out in our room because you go to the gym and these people look like they've been working out for an hour every day since they were 12 years old. And they probably have. Quite possibly. And I think part of the issue is that it's a good thing that they work out as long as it's for good, positive reasons. My point is that it gives women especially a, ch a chance to develop issues with body image where they're trying to please people and they make bad decisions in that light. Self-harm. What about self-harm? Do you know that what? people self-harm? People harm themselves. And so at one point, we, we went over statistic. It's like, what, one in eight people cuts? That doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me either. But Well, it did surprise me at the time. I didn't know it was that high. I think they, some suggested it might even be higher than that. But in college as well? Mm -hmm. Why do you think self-harm would be high in college? It's obviously a stress it's reliever, self, right? Yeah, self-harm is used as a coping mechanism. And in college, you're going to be confronting a lot of stress. I think self-harm, a lot of times, I wouldn't say that it 
starts in college, but if it starts previously to that, it's going to happen more frequently because you're going to be hitting more stress and that's has become some people's main coping mechanism. The big one, love, relationships. Ew. Yeah, see, I already knew, since I know about Amy Lynn and her sordid tales of boyfriend's past. And it's like watching a professional wrestling match. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, but on a serious side, this is like one of the main things. That- oh, yeah. Well, you have one problem that presents in college is you have, and being, I actually work in the dorms, and so I handle some emotional help. Some residents handle emotional issues and so I see this quite frequently is you have the people who are dating in high school have been dating for you know two years one year whatever and they go to college and then they're starting to realize wait this is a problem for two reasons one you have the long distance and I I'm busy with classwork the other person's busy with classwork and we don't get time to talk and two you're in a college environment where you're meeting hundreds of new people and most likely or at least running into new people in class, in parties, if you go out and party, and these other people are talking about, oh, this guy is cute, and oh, I did this with this person, and you're sort of left out in that sense. You, you feel like you're missing something. You're missing part of this college experience of what all these people are trying out. Correct. Right. And, and it's interesting you said that. Up. When I was in college, I had a f- friend who went through that very thing. Actually, two friends, because I was friends with both people. But the girl left the guy because she was, quote, missing the college experience. A lot of people will go home over Thanksgiving break. And I, there's, I know there's some nickname for the first, the freshman Thanksgiving break. That's like Breaksgiving or some. I don't remember what it's called. But it's basically everybody goes home breaks up with their significant other and comes back single and then they also have the stress of now oh i just broke up with this person who i've been dating for two years i'm so sad that's a big one so phil the girl of your dreams says phil i think you're the swellest you're (laughs) you're the sweller feller i have ever met and she wants to be with you forever and your heart is pumping like in one of those Looney Tunes cartoons. Like, boom, 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 boom. And then the next week, she tells you, by the way, I'm now dating your new, your best friend. And, I'm uh, not? Or I am no, now? No, she's, she's saying, I'm now dating your best friend. Okay. And uh, remember what I said last week? Not only did I not mean it, but I think the exact opposite. I hate you, Phil. And you're like, oh. And I have a chemistry test tomorrow. I have to study for. Oh, yes. Which is usually exactly how it happens. It does. It never happens, like, right before... It happens the the week right before finals. Yes, always. That's when Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is. Yep. Now, how do you think you do on that test? Terrible. (laughs) Probably. Well, I mean, there are people who can handle that. And, I mean, I think it is a certain type of thing, but I don't think it's... It's not surprising that lots of people can't. I think the people that can handle that are amazing and very courageous. Really? Yeah, I think if that happened to anyone and the next day they weren't at all emotionally unstable or anything like that, caught off guard maybe, then they are a a heck of a person. I want to meet them. 
I think that's what kind of separates some from the bad. But there are people who, Amy Lynn, you probably met them, split working in the dorms, who are like dating six different people a semester, and every time it goes south, it's always something new. It's like one more drama. No, we have a lot of random hookups in the dorm and people handling those situations of when they become awkward. Which they always do. Oh, yes. And that's why dorm cest is the worst possible idea, but so many people do it. And then you have the problem. Dorm cest? Dorm cest. <laughs> and then you have the worst possible problem because this space where you're living and it's supposed to be your home and where you feel comfortable, there's some guy four doors down who now it's awkward or painful every time you see them. And that only makes you want to stay in your room more. To some extent, there's this. There's two competing societal things. One is saying, "Hey, you're liberated. You could hook up with whoever you want to," but that doesn't necessarily mean that somehow you can break the laws of physics to where I don't care about anything. No, maybe you don't want to care about anything, but you probably do. A lot of people get sucked into that too. So I guess what we're talking about is there's lots of pitfalls to find where people go off track. Here's the kicker. Rarely does one person have only one pitfall. They hit about six of them. Why? Because um, I'm going to go out drinking, and then I fail my test. Now I've got two problems. I'm a drunk, and I have... uh, And I hooked up with some guy who lives across the hall. Well, My point is that we're setting up for an interview we're going to do in the next week uh, with a doctor who's counseled students for years. And he's seen all this over and over again. And so... It's important to acknowledge that these things are real and, to some extent, very common. And it's not a sign of shame. It's not a sign of you're a bad person that you may fall into one of these holes. But it is important to keep moving and try to get back on track. And that can be done. And uh, this guy's going to tell us a few things that can be done. Final thoughts, Phil. You get the last uh, word since uh, your, your girlfriend up with your best friend and ran off. Well, I know I'm going to get a new best friend. <laughs> um, you know how many people I've seen that happen to who don't drop the best friend? It's so sad. It is sad and it happens constantly. Oh my god, that's horrible. It is horrible and the... uh feels like, what am I going to do now when that happens? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you went from locking yourself in the room last time to... uh the new you, best friend. Now you got you to get a new <laughs> best friend. It's horrible. Phil, you're our new whipping boy, and I kind of like it. So, uh, <laughs> if you have any comments, you can leave it online at filmonline at w.bpkids.org slash flipswitch, and we're there. Click on the link and leave a comment. Uh, or you can just get a hold of us at flipswitch at bbkids.org, and we will talk to you later. See you.